0: Morning. Today is today's class in Lishma Yerchamid De'No Uh For Shlomo Rav Shmuel Yamin and all everybody in Kol Yisrael who's struggling, who's hurt, also Tovah Leva Tzrifka, success to Yerachmiel Shlomo Novak, Tovah Leishava, Emet Leishava, Shefer B'LeShem Re'ina Malka V'Asha. Please share and rate the podcast. I want to continue to thank everybody for this matching campaign. So far, we raised fifty-four thousand dollars in two days. So I'm I'm now going to be matching the 54000 now. So I made $54,000. Me and my wife made $54,000, so we're going to give over, over $100,000 at least in two days to call Yisrael. And for the soldiers, for food, for etc. And again, it's not about, I could do it myself, I want everybody to do it together. The whole tikkun here is unity. That is the whole tikkun. The whole tikkun is unity. And what's happening when you see, you know, you see Hasidic, Hasidic, um, Ascidic people do, doing, you know, tzitzit tzit for soldiers, like, well, what a tikkun, there's so many tikkunim going on, so many tikkunim, so many rectifications, that this is almost like a, God forbid, it was a, it was a perfect storm. And, this HaShem, we're going to continue on how, today's class, we're going to continue on how we can continue to sweeten this judgment. This, obviously, I, you know, yesterday I felt a tremendous amount of exhaustion, also this morning. Um, so, so much adrenaline, you know. There's a lot of adrenaline. Then you start. You finally crash. You, you finally crash. You know. You don't. You don't even have a, You know. You don't have words to say. It's just it's. A, it's very overwhelming. But I said, I'm. Imagine if I'm overwhelmed and I'm crashing, in, in my own house. Imagine what's going on in Israel. People are. The soldiers are. You know. They're running from one thing to the other and the nonsense. I'm getting. Uh, I'm sleeping on a bed and I'm comfortable. Uh, I can't even imagine. Imagine if you have a. You know. A spouse or a loved one. It's, you can't find them. So you, just to understand, I got, that gave me a second wind. So get out of this exhaustion and keep on moving. So we're all, we're all going to get to a point where we're going to be all exhausted. Um, there's no question. But you have to try to get that second wind. And what do you think we're going into? We're going into the month of Scorpio. We're going into the month of Cheshvan. This is all about resilience. If there's an, an, ever an energy of, of, of that you need resiliency, you'll get it in Cheshvan. And again, we are all being squeezed we are all being squeezed in heaven to get the best out of us. And this is how they make olive oil. They squeeze the, they squeeze the olives. They crush the olives. We're all getting crushed. We're all getting crushed. And this is the... When we talk about growing pains, here you go. These are all growing pains. And I just hope it lasts. I hope it lasts. I hope the momentum continues. And I hope this inspiration becomes... Takes, we take action from it. So let's talk about just practical ways on how we can just sweeten judgments more. The obvious way is if you take the word mamon, kol, and som, which is, these, these represent fasting, charity, and prayer. These all have the same numerical value. So it teaches us, which is 136. If you add the words, it's 140. So all of these have the, have the same effect spiritually, that they can sweeten judgments. So Reb says, that the afflictions dispatched against a person made on on an oath, they're they're set to come in a specific day and a specific time. However, nevertheless, repentance, charity, and prayer have the power to nullify the oath. So what we're doing here is, again, we ask for a good and sweet year. We're sweetening the judgment. In heaven, this is declared that this was going to happen. We're sweetening this judgment. We're trying to get into sweetness. We're sweetening the din so it becomes quicker than, 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 than what's supposed to happen. The faster this happened, the more unity, the more this, the sweeter the judgment. Remember, at the end of the day, we have to understand something. Every judgment, kabbalistically, has to be fixed in Bina. Bina is the heart. So the fact that we all had you know some kind of animosity towards each other, that's, we all had crooked hearts. There was a crooked heart there. So where do you think this has to be fixed? Everything spiritually, you have to fix it on the root level in order to sweeten it. Remember, we're not here just to, to patch a problem. We're here to sweeten the problem and turn the, 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 and elevate the negative negativity into the good. We're trying to take the problem into the solution. And we're doing that by getting to Bina. Bina is the heart. So that was the idea in Sukkot. Screaming, hey, hey, help me, help me, help me, save me, save me, save me. So when we purify our hearts, we no longer have this crookedness. We no longer have hatred towards each other. We no longer have animosity. So imagine, imagine all of this happening. That was the idea of the holidays. Rav Nachman says here that despair, God forbid, depression. Rav Nachman says despair, God forbid, or it's a form of depression, God forbid, does not only make the situation better, but it makes it worse. So anytime that we are in a situation, and God forbid, again, we can all apply this to anything. It's extremely important to avoid despair and to, devo- to, 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 to God forbid, avoid any kind of depression. The reason why is because depression and despair are not are not solution-oriented. They're problem-oriented. And once you're in the problem, you'll never get to the solution. So that's, that's the practicality of that. Any form of sadness and despair God forbid, no. Sadness is a different story, a broken heart is very valuable. But when you get to despair and depression, God forbid, it's all self-centered. It's not, you're not thinking about anybody but yourself. And you need to understand that we need to avoid that at all costs. So whatever we could do, this only allows the, the judgment of, 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 of Din to continue its, its power. You're basically giving energy to, to the solution. Rabbi says here, a person who suffers an affliction should give charity. The charity that he gives will be like, a, will be like paying the judge the, for the, to sweeten the judgment. So there's a concept in life that if you don't give charity to people, you're going to give charity to doctors. God forbid. Okay, God forbid. But the whole problem is, is if we do it through the right way, we don't have to do it the wrong way. Either way, the blood has to be cleaned. We spoke about yesterday, the blood is dumb. Dam damim. So, either you want blood or you want money. It, it, there's a cleansing. Either way, something has to be cleansed. And this is what Ramachandran saying here that when we give charity, that's why, when we're giving all this charity, this is. This is uh, we spoke about it before. There's nothing greater that you could do than charity because charity is like giving up your soul. It's like giving your soul. money, A person's money is his soul, it's his kesib. It's like taking his essence from him. Rav says there are three things that bring a person to sin. There are shaky wall, expectation and prayer, and informant, and person who wants, bad, who wants judgment on other people. So those are the things we want to stay away from. We want to stay away from expectation and prayer. We want to stay away from being in a dangerous situation. We also want to stay away from asking God to punish another person. That, that brings judgment upon a person. There are four things that abolish a decree. Rav says, giving charity, again, charity, charity. it's all, all all day long, it's talking about charity, you know, crying out to God, changing one's name, and improving one's conduct. So here we go. <laughs> Sounds like the perfect storm. So the four things, is giving charity, crying out to God, remember, giving charity, some, kol, also improving one's conduct, conduct when any time we're fasting, also we're subduing our... our our appetite, we're subduing our, our body, and we're giving it to our soul. These all abol- abolish a degree. Rabbi Nachman says that when, when, when judgments are decreed against a the person, they are decreed in a specific place. If a person changes his place, it changes the decree. Very beautiful concept. So the, 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 the judgment is on a specific place. So this is why sometimes it's good to move. If you're not, if you're not doing well in one place, move because there could be a decree there there could be a din there there could be negative energy there so sometimes not only just moving changes the luck but moving changes gives you inspiration hope and a a new a new, set, a new mindset and maybe that could be it so change always change if something's not working change change your change your location change your location it this is another beautiful thing when you are going through a tough time it's very good to talk to people about the issue. you could say, why? Let me just be private and and I don't want to talk to people about the issue. This is a beautiful concept, Rabbi Silverman. my rabbi, he explained it beautifully. He says, the problem was decreed for you, not for this guy, not for the guy, not for the rabbi. So all of a sudden, that guy doesn't need that problem right now. So because he doesn't need the problem right now, sometimes the problem will go away because two people don't need to have the problem, only one person needed to have where is this concept coming from? In Yonah. Yona, and the way. The, the, the decree was on Yona. The whole ship took a... You know, the whole, everybody got affected because of Yona. So when you tell other people your problems, number one, you get them to, to pray for you. And second, it, it can go away because other people give you advice and other people don't need to have that bear. Like, I don't need to have that bear. So because I don't have to deal with that issue now, I'll get rid of the issue completely. It's a beautiful concept. So yes, you should not express the issue instead of suppress the issue. There's so much. There's a lot of suppression going on. We all have to be vulnerable. We all have to tell each other, well, "Hey, this I'm going. I'm struggling through this. I'm struggling through that." It, 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 that could sweeten the judgment itself. Speaking about it and getting somebody else to get to help you. Seeing that that a person has been has has been set by by God forbid judgments, a person should talk about his enemies and justify their actions. Now, this is, this is not, this is, in this case, is not. We're talking about in a situation where, again, we don't, we, this is way, way beyond our head to understand. But we, in a practical way, we could say that, listen, we weren't united, and because we weren't united, our enemy came in. Now we need to be united. We don't, God forbid, justify any of this. Stuff. Obviously, we, this is beyond our, our comprehension, what's happening and, and how people are suffering from this but the whole point of it is, is this lack of unity causes machochet and strife what do you think happened to, to all the tzaddikim all, you know, to, you're talking about Korach talking about all the issues where there's machochet there's a guaranteed problem and again, where does fighting come from? Rabbi Nachman tells us something incredible incredible and he's saying, first of all a person who's very argumentative he, he has feminine qualities I'm not telling you that you, again, look, when I talk, I'm not talking specifically about situations. There's masculine, that means the husband is, is supposed to validate the wife, but the, the Yetzirah does attack Eve, attacks the wife more for arguments. That means usually the husband doesn't bring the arguments up, it's usually coming from the wife, because the Yetzirah is, is, is effect, the snake spoke to the wife. So this is, a, this is back to Adam and Eve. Don't send me emails, again, Please, just... But if the husband's bringing up the issues, that's a, that's, that's a bigger, bigger issue. Because he, he comes from the masculine world, unless he's, asking like a, he's acting like a feminine. So he's not supposed to be the one arguing and demanding, because he's supposed to be attracting as a man with confidence. But if he's bringing up the fights, like if you're saying, why are you say, why are you spending so much money? That's a very bad... That's not good. Because when you're doing that, you're basically diminishing her light... You're putting her down, and then you're not getting the reflected light. So now you got a, now you have a money issue, and then you have a shalom bayi issue, and then you have a fear issue. Instead of saying, obviously in, in, in certain means, but you shouldn't. We have to work on not criticizing the wife and, and giving her honor because of that. Reb Nach Rav 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 says something very beautiful connected to this parsha. He's saying he says something beautiful. He says because. The curse that women got was that they need to, they need to depend on man. That's their curse, right? You, uh, and the man will rule over you. So basically, that she she'll always need a man. Obviously, today that's that has <laughs> that has not been really de- dealt with. But so what happens if you are not imposing your will on your wife? You understand? If you are being nice to her and you don't impose and you don't force her, I need dinner. This you know. Not that you're going to get it anyway. But if you're not imposing on her, that means you took away that curse to her. Being nice to your wife or your spouse, you take away the curse by being nice to her and not imposing your will. So what happens? Your curse is you need to make money with hardship and, 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 and sadness. So what happens? Because you took, her, you took her curse away from her, God will take away the curse from you that you'll make money with ease. Beautiful concept. Measure for measure. You don't give her the curse, God doesn't give you that curse. So, ve- be very, very nice to your spouse. Uh, just because of this can, can, you'll make money easier. And you'll take that curse away from you. Measure for measure, that's the, if you want to take a look at the whole Torah, it's, the whole Torah is measure for measure. The way you treat others is God the way he treats you. The way you forgive others is the way God forgives you. It's, it's you take care of others, God takes care of your problems. It, it's, it's, the whole thing is me- measure for measure, etc. So that, that one we, we have to recognize. So you shouldn't, what we shouldn't say is we shouldn't um, we shouldn't try to impose our will. Another thing Rabbi Nachman is saying here, when you accept suffering with love, it's like bringing a sacrifice. Right? Rabbi Rush tells us in these days, it's extremely important to do 15 minutes of his bododut. Only for, only, don't forget about your problems. Just for call Yisrael. Because the Sigulot are, when you pray for cholesterol, your sins are forgiven. Okay? You increase love in the world. It's like giving charity. So pretty much when you do this, it's like, it's the all-in-one prayer. You should, so he says, you should first say the Psalm, uh, uh, Psalm 100, Tada. You should say that eight times. And you should say it again. We speak about, when you say something, we speak about, the, to, the, to the extent... That we say something with fire. Rabbi Nachman says when we say something with fire, the fire on your face puts the blaze puts the fire in your enemies. So don't say, to-da. No. the Todah! Scream. Scream the Toda. Scream the Todah. Like really, really get into that into that gratitude. Oops. Say it eight times. We say it eight times because eight is above nature. So eight is a concept of the world to come. Saying toda is a concept of the world to come. All of these things Will open you up and then spend 15 minutes praying for cholesterol. That should be your morning routine right now. Eight times, Murla Toda. Psalm 100, say it, even if you have to say it in English, say it in English, but say it with passion. And then think about all the situations in the cholesterol, pray for salvation, pray for Mashiach to come, pray for that. That has to be part of your menu. Your menu has changed. It's not about, you're this, I need to be talking This is the focus right now. The focus is right now, do we have each other's back? That is the number one, number one situation that has to be focused on now. Unity, and do you have your brother's back, etc. That's the only thing you should really, really be thinking about. It even says, don't focus on anything else right now. Don't focus. Don't focus on anything else. That should be the intention. So you develop that love for each other, and hopefully, if you say this eight times, and you have the passion to, then you look at people completely different. That's the whole point of this. is It's all cleansing out, purifying the heart. It's all about. This is all about the concept of the heart. Reb says also, when a person falls from faith, it's a sign that he's been judged on high. That he's being judged on high. That he's created a blemish in, in the upper worlds. You know, today we think. being the smartest person right intelligence is the key today and look at these hachamim at harvard these geniuses at harvard by the way that the the, that the most popular class in harvard is a class on happiness taught by an israeli guy talvin shahar so they're so smart they can't even be happy and they're going obviously they're supporting palestinians but you could see you today's it's not the same thing as sending your kid to college you you, you know god forbid it could be a whole different story you could today what you get out of it? You don't know. You know. You don't know what's going on. What's going to happen, What are you going to get out of it? You're not even with these liberal ideas, these crazy ideas. These teen, people think they, they know anything. 25, 23 years. What, what the hell do you know about anything? And again, to have the chutzpah to say, "I support Palestine," I say, and Columbia University. A lot of the the big big gedolim, the big chachamim, who absolutely know nothing, and they can they can you can have all this knowledge and not have humility. So it's extremely important the difference between intelligence and humility. Intelligent means I can have a lot of intelligence but no humility. Wisdom is the key. Wisdom. Go, to a, go Come back with wisdom. Wisdom is when you went through the situation you applied the intelligence through humility and faith. Now you have wisdom. So wisdom is much more valuable than actually uh, intelligence. So be careful with, to try to be too intelligent because all Hashem has to do is put a, uh, give you a little brain fog and you won't even know how to brush your teeth. Trust in God mitigates judgments and gives co- loving kindness. When a person has no faith, God has clearly removed his loving kindness from him. So this is the time, guys, this is the time to buckle up on the faith. This is not the time to say, I'm struggling. If you're struggling with your faith, says the word emunah and amana is the same word. Amuna means faith. Amana. Amana is the same letters as Amuna, which means in a mountain. It means when we are going to be redeemed, we're going to stay in this, we're gonna we're going to be in this mountain called the Amana Mountain, which is Emunah. So you want to get on the mountain, have Emuna. If you want to stay down the mountain, have fear. this is the message really, really, that we have to work on. Nachman also says that dot also draws love and kindness. So whatever we could do on a conscious level, we can, we have to be able to constantly say, here look there's another here Here's another thing not says when a person is depressed on high they look for ways to cause them more problems so you, you see people when, with one problem they end up with seven eight problems so again i'm not here to, to 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 show i'm not here to not be empathetic it's you can't you can't afford to be depressed right now it's not about you it's about the world it's about your brothers it's not about you the whole point is get out of you Whatever you do, get out of your own little head, of your own expectations, of your own world. This is about attacking a, a, a global peace, and doing for others, and getting out of your own he's religious, he's not religious, He's called. who cares? Love him! That's all you got to do right now. And it's a beautiful message, because there's no more filters anymore. And this is, by the way, this is a taste of Uman, by the way. When you go to Uman, this is exactly the energy we're, we're get connected to. Nobody cares, Chabad, nobody cares, nobody cares what you are, who you are, you're religious, you don't, you have a tattoo, there's mikvahs, you go to mikvah, there's, it looks like a gang, gang over there, the guy's got 150 tattoos, and that's like perfectly normal, there's no judgment, where the hell you've been, who's your rabbi, who's your mashpihah, nobody cares. nobody's asking questions in Oman, because it's all about, the t- it's all about going there for unity, going, connecting to the connection, energy of Rabbi Nachman, and we all, we're all nothing. This, all this energy is extremely, extremely important. That right now, even in your own household, it's not about you. It's not about you. You're not getting attention. It's about unity. It's about what can we do? What can you do? What can you bring to the world? Not what the world can bring to you right now. That's, that is what you have to focus on. And if we just do this, and we do it right, and we drop the filters, and we drop the judgment, and we accept the love, then we can get to a very, very high place after this. Because remember, all falls are for the sake of of rise, and we should all think about this concept, every fall that we go through is for the sake of a rise. So there will be a big rise coming from this, I have no idea what will the rise will be, and we just have to recognize there will be a rise, and if, if we are all getting tested right now. Every move you're getting tested right now, everybody's getting tested, what do you do with this? What are we doing with all this? And this is extremely important for me, for everybody, that we should all understand this is a test. You're being tested. This is a classic case of a tsimsum, of a contraction of light. Right? And we have to do, we have to create a new world from this. God removed his light, he created a space for us to create. And what are you creating from this situation? What are you creating? Are you a different person from this situation? That should be your question. This is a this is a time to co-create. This is a time to recreate a new reality. Stand up for who you are, give your voice out. If you're afraid to stand up for Judaism because you're afraid of judgment, the hell with it! Stand up. Who cares? Who cares what people say? Your Jewish pride has to come out right now. Make make to come for other things. So again, everybody should should take upon these things. Again, thank you for the for the donations. It's incredible. Um, I I never thought I would get in two days fifty four thousand dollars. You know, usually you get these okay, 10,000, 54000 People are responding. People are sharing it. And again, I'm doubling. I'm matching it. We'll do what we can to continue the peace and love, etc. Have a great day.